This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, the Volunteer Awards are dedicated to those who are doing great work in our communities, enormous work right across the community at all sorts of levels on a voluntary basis, achieving things of note and other things that just go a little bit under the radar. And this year we get another opportunity to celebrate those organisations and those people who are contributing to the lifeblood of our city through their voluntary work. Uh, you have until the end of the month to get your nominations in for the Volunteer Awards, and uh, we thought we'd take a little time to catch up with Higino Baker from Volunteer South. Morena, good to have you with us, Higino. Morena, Jeff. Thank you for having me. Um, we've spoken before about these awards, and of course we uh, enjoyed uh, the inaugural event last year, and uh, despite some of the limitations that were around us because of COVID and so forth, it was a really wonderful opportunity to just reflect on the many organisations and individuals who are contributing on a voluntary basis in the city. This year we're getting back into it again, we're looking forward to lots of nominations coming in uh, before the end of the month, so uh, that we can celebrate all of those efforts. Um, so again, let's uh, perhaps just run through uh, the mechanics of this for this year in terms of the award categories. Mm. Yes, so um, this year we have programs category for organisations and volunteer programs and volunteers category for individual or group volunteers. And um, underneath each category there are uh, four different awards um, that people can be nominated for. Um, under the programs category, we've got uh, Diversity and Inclusion Award, which is for a volunteer program that's showing commitment to diversity, um, and Transformative Volunteering Award is for a program that provided um, opportunity for transformation and um, impactful volunteering for the volunteers. Um, Resilience and Adaptability Award is um, a volunteer program that's demonstrated resilience um, in the challenging um, challenging world we had during COVID, etc. And lastly, the Collaborative Volunteering Award is for a volunteer program that has successfully collaborated with other uh, others. And um, out of those four awards nominations, the judges will also choose the volunteer program of the year as well under this category. And under the volunteers category, we've also got four awards. Um, One is Leader of Volunteers Award, which is for um, volunteer managers whose who's worked hard to support the volunteers and make sure they're having a great time. Uh, Rising Star Award is for young volunteer up to the age of 24 years old. Um, Resilience Award is for a volunteer who has overcome barriers or challenges, um, whether it's uh, physical, intellectual, or you know language barriers or self-confidence barriers. Um, and lastly, um, the Team of the Year Award is for a group of volunteers who's um, helped the community. And also out of these four nominations, 
the judges will choose the volunteer of the year as well. And um, those uh, five awards, each under the categories, will go into um, judging for the overall winner, um, which is called the Spirit of Volunteering Award. And um, this will be that the the biggest award um, for an individual group or volunteer program um, that embodies the spirit of volunteering and has made a significant contribution to the volunteer community. So, Hagino, it's very clear that there's a, a place for everyone among those categories, mm. isn't there? You've obviously thought very carefully about uh, making it um, open to all all forms of volunteering uh, within groups and as individuals. And so if you're going to nominate someone, um, you'll certainly be able to find a category there. There is an opportunity also just to um, to have someone acknowledged for the work that they do. Yes, yeah. Um, we, we think um, there are quiet volunteers who are um, just doing their, their work and... Um, you know they don't want to get a spotlight, and but we wanted to um, provide opportunities for people to nominate those people um, without being judged. Um, so we've got this uh, category this year, new new this year, um, acknowledgement only category, where you can nominate people and um, they can receive a certificate. Now, Higgy, you know. Um there are many people working within groups and organisations locally who might not be sure whether their organisation is going to be nominated, but um, is really proud of the work that the organisation has done. Can groups uh, nominate themselves? Yes, yes, they can. Um, in fact, last year, um, a lot of the organisation nominations came from um, their uh, their, themselves, and um, we will double check the um, legitimacy of the information. Um, however, we yeah we really do want to encourage the organisations to nominate themselves as well. What about individuals? Uh, can they nominate themselves, or do they need to be nominated by someone else? For individuals, um, they do need to be nominated by. Um, the organizations or groups that they are volunteering for or other member of public. Um, we will be sending the nominees, um, uh, sorry, we will be contacting the nominees um, after we get the nomination to ask for any additional information, but the initial uh, nomination needs to be done by someone else. Just thinking about the categories that you ran through there for us, Hagino, it, it, it might be that um, a volunteer involving organisation or a program might potentially qualify in one or more categories. Can you nominate in one or more category? Yes, certainly, yeah. Um, so last year our um, categories were based on their services, um, but this year it's more of um, focused on how they run the program. So I believe um, a lot of the categories will um, will be suitable for, uh, how can I say it? <laughs> the, the same organization can 
um, fit into other uh, a lot of different categories. So, um, yeah, I would encourage people to nominate multiple categories and the judges will decide um, which one is the most suitable. Fantastic. So how do we go about making those nominations? Um, the nominations can be done online on our uh, awards website. It's volunteerawards.nz. Um, you can nominate online. Um, you can download the nomination forms if you want to um, write down your nominations. Um, you can also pick up the nomination forms from the Needham Community House or SBS Bank. Um, and if you like, you can just um, drop them at our office at the, um, the Needham Community House. You mentioned SBS Bank. They uh, came in to get the inaugural awards underway and partnered with Volunteer South last year. So they, uh, alongside Otago Community Trust, have helped out again this year. Yes, it's really great to have that ongoing support uh, from organisations like that um, and they align uh, their uh, vision is aligned with Volunteer South um, for supporting those volunteers who are um, doing so much for our community. Okay, um, and just finally, Hagina, what's the timeline from here? Yes, so the nominations close at the end of this month, as you mentioned, and the judging will be done around the mid-August, uh, over two days, and the finalists will be announced five big five weeks before the award ceremony, which um, and the ceremony is on the 24th of September. All right. It's a very simple process to get your nomination in, and I think we can all think of individuals and organisations doing great voluntary work. Let's make sure that they are in the mix for this year's Volunteer Awards. We want to make uh, all of the people at Volunteer South and uh, those who are organising this very busy with all the nominations they're going to handle over the next little while. Um, Hagina Baker, thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on ORFM, uh, and we look forward to, uh, to hearing more about the Volunteer Awards later in the year. Thank you, Jeff. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.